the actual difference between communication, marketing and advertising, and uh, more specifically in the context of employer branding. Are you able to answer this question if somebody asked you? If not, then this episode is for you. Welcome to the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast. This podcast is for those who want to learn how to build a modern employer brand and master the modern talent marketing. My name is Susanna Rantanen and I'm your modern employer branding and talent marketing coach. And this podcast is brought to you by Talent Marketing School. Learn more about Talent Marketing School at talentmarketingschool.com. episode of the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast, I'll explain how communication, marketing, and advertising differ from each other as tactics. And I'll give you a few examples uh, how they apply to uh, your work in employer branding and telemarketing. So let's first start with communication and marketing. These are your, what I would call your main tactics, uh, also your main strategies, if you choose, in the wider context of telemarketing. Now, communication is about using persuasive words and other persuasive tactics to get attention, convey a message, and convince your target audiences to really to feel, to think, or to do as you communicate to them in your message. Now, marketing, on the other hand, is about promoting and selling a product or service or a new job to your target audience. You can promote and market for free. I mean, social media has introduced us to this term of organic social media marketing, but promoting and marketing for free, it requires a lot of time and your time costs as well, uh, because that you are then the machine, the marketing machine, who needs to share those messages manually multiple times over a period of time. That's why many companies pay to advertise their important marketing messages, also in employer branding and other talent marketing. Advertising is a marketing tactic where you pay money, you purchase media space or, well, yeah, you purchase media space, so you pay money to get your marketing message uh, sent to a wider audience uh, than you could reach just by doing it organically. And uh, you pay to get that marketing message sent to the wider audience repeatedly for a period of time. And the better known term for you to that is called a campaign. I'm sure that you're familiar with uh, recruitment campaigns, for example. That's when you promote your job post to a wider audience repeatedly over a period of time and you pay for it. So communication is about influencing your target audiences with words, words that put, put together or do create a message. And then marketing is about promoting something that you, uh, for example, your job posts uh, when we're talking about recruitment marketing. But marketing is also about promoting a message to a wider audience. And advertising is about getting a lot of people to see your marketing messages uh, for a specific 
period of time and you pay for that. You you automate the difference between marketing uh, manually and advertising sort of automatically, <laughs> I guess you could say, is the fact that a lot of the marketing that you do is promotional. You want to get your message across to specific target audiences over a period of time, but you might these days use social media, use your uh, employee advocates, uh, your your employer branding team could be the one sharing and, and publishing and sharing those posts. But then advertising is when you uh, take the effort of creating a campaign for that message, and then you automate that uh, a campaign to just run automatically over a period of time and then it shows repeatedly those messages uh, for your chosen target audiences. Let's summarize talent communication for you. So when we reach out to our target audiences, talent target audiences, then we aim, we have the purpose is to persuade them to you know to 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 think about something, to learn more about us, to pay attention to us uh, we persuade them about something that is in our interest. We need words for that message that we communicate. And even though we can, of course, use our body languages to convey simple messages, the more difficult the topic, the more skillful communication is required. And um, there comes a point where, uh, you know, maybe we're not that skillful in our body language. So we need to use words spoken or written or acted. So communication is about sharing that intended message to intended recipients. And we use communication millions of times a day at work and in our personal lives. And it isn't always about selling something. However, most of the time it is about convincing the other person to think or do something that we see important. You know, it could be communication, convincing your partner to do something. Uh, it could be convincing your kids to do something or your friends to do something. Or it could be about convincing uh, people that you speak to uh, or that you communicate with to think, uh, to, to believe uh, what you're telling them or, or change their minds to your viewpoints. So it's not always about selling something for money. Uh, so we use communication a lot more than we actually use marketing and advertising in our, our um, everyday life. So the purpose of family communication is to pay attention uh, to the words we are using. And I like to say that communication is all about playing with words. Uh, and I really mean it. I mean, I really mean that you really, really, really pay attention to the words that you choose uh, to use so that those words create the right, the specific kind of right meaning, uh, that they win attention, that they compel, that they convince the recipient to this change process in their minds. And never underestimate the necessity to ignite that change process in the recipient's mind. Now, if you subscribe to the weekly podcast and exclusive tip from our website, modernemployerbrand.com, in this week's email, I'll share my behind the scenes tips about what this change process is that your words and messages need to ignite. And if you're not subscribing to it yet, maybe you should so that you're not going to miss out on my exclusive tips that I only send to those people who subscribe to that weekly email.
in every branding, the uh, the choice of and the commitment to using specific key messages is really one of the central strategic decisions the employee brand manager or the employee brand owner must make. So if you are in that kind of position where you are actually responsible for the employer brand in your company, in your organization, you are responsible for the choice and the commitment to those specific key messages uh, that your employer brand branding work must convey all the time. When you have those key messages decided and, and set in stone in your employer brand strategy, you really know what you need to message every time you communicate something about your employer brand. It's very simple. The, the problems that you have about, I don't know what to communicate, I don't know what to message, those, those problems appear when you don't have your key messages set out in stone. So that's what you need to do. So to summarize, to get your message across as the talent communicator, you need talent communication. And talent communication is all about words, carefully chosen words, and the persuasion skills of the actual talent communicator. Now, it's really important for you to know that marketing and advertising fail without the message. I mean, I... I'm a graduate of uh, international marketing management. I minored in PR in communication, and I always saw marketing and advertising as the thing. These were like the these were like the thing in marketing, uh, and I always kind of, I guess I then saw that business communication is just kind of a sidekick. It wasn't that exciting. It wasn't that sexy, but as I started my career after I graduated over the years, I've really, really been thought how important communication actually is. There's nothing in marketing and advertising without the message. If the message doesn't exist, if the message isn't clear, if the message fails to deliver the point, uh, it doesn't matter how pretty it looks just doesn't have an impact. That's why, for example, in the advertising world, the copywriter, who is the communicator, is responsible for the message. And the art designer, the AD, is responsible for the creative elements of the brand or the campaign. Uh, and they, they always work in pairs. They always work in pairs. I spoke about the three characteristics of a great talent marketing communicator in episode 82. If you if you fancy learning more about communication and becoming a really great talent communicator, I really recommend you checking out uh, that episode 80, 82 uh, and uh, paying attention to what I say in it. Check out the blog post as well, modernemploybrand.com slash podcast 82, because uh, it's really becoming a great communicator starts first. You can't really carve out really great messages unless you understand your role as the communicator. Now, persuasion is another uh, another word I dropped in there or in in uh, in connection to being a great communicator and talent communication. Go back to last week's episode eighty seven or a couple of the prior episodes in this podcast. The other one is fifty two and and the other one is fifty three, where I talk about persuasion. Talent communication is very much about conveying a specific message and persuading the listener, your target audience members, to something that you put in that message. 
So your career as a professional in employer branding must begin either in you learning how to become a great communicator or getting somebody who wants to become a great com communicator as your significant other professional health. Your employee branding is likely, I don't want to be harsh, but I'm going to say this, your employee branding is likely to fail unless somebody is the great communicator in your talent marketing team. Alrighty, talent marketing then. Talent marketing drives the business by targeting uh, the talent audiences with those carefully chosen words and skillfully copywritten messages. When communication, when communication must reach both of your internal and external audiences, talent marketing is mostly targeted to selected external talent audiences. However, there's always a however with me, isn't there? Uh, however, especially in, I find that um, most of our customers, most of our clients in my agency are very much uh, in a growth sort of mode and uh, uh, going through business transformations, going through like really uh, skillfully executing growth and st transformation strategies. And in those scenarios, I'm, I, I've seen when we've introduced talent marketing also internally, I've seen, I've seen that in those situations, in those kind of circumstances that telemarketing can be used really well in uh, sort of leading or helping the internal change processes. There can be a lot of added value in using telemarketing internally in that kind of situations. So if marketing focuses on promoting messages to specific target audiences about something that uh, you are uh, offering, then we when, when we use marketing, we need to make sure that the message is right. I mean, we use marketing when the message is so important to us that we want masses to see it and masses to also act on it. I mean, if you think about your recruitment campaigns, when you market uh, your open vacancies, maybe even advertise your job posts to the job seekers, that's a really good example of using talent marketing, but you need to have the message right. I mean, if you're just, if, if your message is not right, it, you, you might as well just uh, advertise an empty sheet of paper, you know. There's nothing there to compel to call for an, for an action. Now, marketing doesn't have to mean that there are media costs involved. I mean, those who worked in marketing before social media, we didn't have this luxury social me media brought to us, the, the luxury of sort of organic marketing, the luxury of free, free media attention. However, this, uh, this luxury doesn't, <laughs> doesn't come for free. Organic marketing requires a big enough and engaged enough audience to pay attention to a message and that we most of us just don't have. That's why we pay to show our messages outside our immediate audiences. Uh, and that's called advertising in general. So advertising is a tactic where we pay to get larger audiences to see and experience our marketing message over a period of time. And depending on the type of advertising we do, we should opt for the kind of advertising that regularly repeats our message to our target audiences. Now, in the context of talent marketing, just paying for a slot to post your job on a popular job 
report that costs you money, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the job post is repeatedly pushed in front of the target audience during that application period, during you know throughout the time that that job post is up there on the board. What happens is that uh, oftentimes you have to pay extra for your job post to be automatically shown, sort of lifted up to the front uh, to your target audiences on a weekly basis, because otherwise it will get buried under newer job posts. So make sure that your uh, job post will be automatically and repeatedly pushed up, pushed in front of your target audiences. So to summarize, marketing is about pushing your message out to your target audiences, either organically, manually for you to do it on a weekly basis, on a daily basis, or paying for some other device tool party to automatically and repeatedly push that message uh, in front of your target audiences over a period of time. And that kind of activity, you know, as a campaign. Now, communication is about choosing and using words to create those compelling messages that inspire, that influence and convince your uh, intended recipients to think something, feel something, do something that you persuade them in that message. And your marketing and advertising actually will fail without you having a great copy. Copy means copy text. Copy text is, is the actual words and sentences you tailored from those words uh, that are going to convince and convert your audience to act on your message. So basically we have communication, marketing, advertising, different tactics. Marketing, advertising kind of go together. Communication can really function well without marketing and advertising. Uh, I don't see marketing and advertising functioning well without the aspect of great message, which is the aspect of communication. Are the differences between communication, marketing, and advertising becoming any more clear to you? Let's then head to the final part of this episode and discuss communication, marketing, and advertising in the context of employer branding. So as you know by now, employer branding is not the same as recruitment marketing. It's not the same, not even if you communicated about your workplace, the company culture, the values, the career opportunities in your recruitment marketing messages, because it would still be recruitment marketing, because the purpose of all of those messages used in your recruitment marketing campaign are for you to get applications and great candidates to your recruitment process. And that is not the purpose of employer branding. That's why recruitment marketing is very much marketing, because you are promoting a career opportunity, you are selling the deadline, you are convincing and persuading those job seekers to uh, to take action by the deadline, the final opportunity to, you know, for them to get this job. That's what you're doing with your recruitment marketing. It's different. I talk and teach and my agency only consults in modern employer branding because we want to make a specific difference to the traditional form of employee branding, which can be really summarized as crafting your employee value proposition and then using it in your recruitment campaigns and career page, which is not, I mean, modern employee branding is much more. And that traditional way is just not quite enough these days for, and especially not for companies who are struggling in the war for their ideal and relevant talents. If you 
are working in a company who is struggling in the war for their ideal and irrelevant talents, stop doing traditional employer branding. It doesn't work. Learn about modern employer branding. Learn about how to build a modern employer brand. Now, you need to separate employer branding from recruitment marketing to make the most from both of them. I mean, recruitment marketing is really important. I am in no way dissing recruitment marketing ever. It just, it's a very different tactic than employer branding. And it's very important that you understand that. I've actually quite become irritated at times when, when I see employer branding practitioners, or actually I would say talent acquisition practitioners talk about employer branding like it was recruitment marketing. It's just, it just irritates me because they clear, they clearly don't understand the difference. And, and it doesn't irritate me for myself. It irritates me because they are losing so many opportunities to, and so much potential from both of those activities. All right. So let's summarize this and end, uh, you know, finalize this episode with the summary of what talent communication is in modern employer branding. So it's about defining what your key messages are to your employer brand. That's where it starts. That's where talent communication always begins. Defining what your key messages are and and then committing to delivering those key messages through your communication to your talent audiences. And this is the responsibility of the employer brand manager or talent brand manager or talent brand owner. And the other very important task in uh, activity in talent communication in employer branding is to define the key attributes and the adjectives that are describing the change effect your key messages must create in your target audiences over a period of time. These are the these are the attributes and adjectives uh, that are raising the curiosity to learn more. The changes in how your company is being seen and perceived as an employer and a place to work and the impact your employer brand messages must create in your target audiences so that they become convinced and so that they even eventually want to convert to employer brand. Now, the key attributes and the adjectives are definitions. They describe what the ideal target audience person beliefs about your company, how they see, how they perceive your company as a result of being subjected to your employer brand over a period of time. This is where talent communication begins because these form the foundation for all of your messages that you're then using in employer branding, in your content, in your presentations, in your in your uh, uh, career site, in your career stories, in your social media posts. Once you have set your key messages and these intended attributes, adjectives in stone, you need to spread the word and expose your target audience to experience your employer brand because otherwise these uh, key attributes and adjectives that are describing the change effect, this doesn't happen unless you expose your talent target audiences to experience your employer brand and that you do through communication, marketing, and maybe sometimes advertising. Talent marketing in employer branding, repeatedly seeding your employer brand in your employer brand messages and marketing, internally and externally, in your spoken words, your presentations, and your written words on your website, on social media, and in the content that your company creates, posts, and shares online, 
that are intended for your target audiences, talent target audiences. And not to forget in those touch points where your target audiences are gaining experiences about your company as an employer and place to work. Now, these are candidate experiences, uh, newcomer experiences, employee experiences, uh, when you're working with freelancers, you know, trade internships, all, all of these touch points where your talent target audiences are exposed to the possibility of getting an experience about your company as a place to work and as an employer. So you need to, this is, this is talent marketing, repeatedly seeding your employer brand in your employer brand messages and marketing over all of these touch points. This is talent marketing in employer branding, automating the delivery of your employer brand messages to make your work more effective and efficient. I mean, you can do this all manually and organically on social media. Nothing is stopping you to do that. It's just not very effective and efficient. So using tools such as social media advertising to drive traffic to the content on your career site or sponsoring your social media posts inside social media to expand the reach to get more people to see that message, that post, and uh, using email marketing, automated or manual, to share relevant messages to your talent email list. These are other examples of how do you how to how to apply talent marketing in employer branding. Now, I coined the term talent marketing to cover this communication, marketing, and advertising targeted uh, for your talent audiences, both internally and externally. And then I crafted the six key roles in the modern talent marketing team to help you organize your thoughts and your actions around the wider context of talent marketing. I wanted to help you to make more sense how all these parts go together and how all of that work uh, looks like in sort of a responsibility or a role level and uh, give you sort of inside what might be your ideal role in, in the talent marketing team right now and in the future. If you are into this, comment this episode anywhere you see it. But to really make sure that I see your comment then and can respond to it, then comment it either on my blog, modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast88 or on LinkedIn or on Instagram when you see a post about this episode. Now, listen, do you want to learn more about talent marketing roles and figure out your ideal career path in modern talent marketing or more specifically in modern employer branding? If you say yes, 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 then I have a plan for you. Three steps. Number one, download the ebook. Go to modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 88 and find the link on the blog uh, post just underneath the embedded SoundCloud window for the talent marketing roles. The ebook is about the talent marketing uh, roles. I want you to read that ebook so that you know what kind of roles and opportunities there are in talent marketing for you. Number two, join talent marketing school and start building your professional acumen, insight, and skills on modern employer branding I have brought to your attention. Go to talentmarketingschool.com and get access to a growing library of courses and lessons. I am the teacher there. Number three, scroll back on this podcast, on your podcast player. Check out the episode 75, 71, 69, 73. 75 is about working as a talent communication PR specialist. 71, working as a talent community and social media manager. 69, 
working as an employee brand manager, and 73 working as a digital talent marketing manager. Those are four out of the six roles. Check on those. Those have to do with communication, marketing, and advertising. Hey, that's all for this week. All the links mentioned on this episode are listed for your convenience on modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 88. Come back next week for another episode on the building of a Modern Employer Brand podcast. My name is Susanna Rantanen. Moi moi. Mm-hmm.